0: Welcome back. Another edition of the Tom Talks Baseball Podcast. Glad you found us again this week. You can listen on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, iTunes, other places you get your podcasts. Social media-wise, find us on Facebook, Tom Talks Baseball Podcast, Twitter as well at Tom Talks BBP. Uh, Going to be one of our final shows for a while because oh. the baseball season has come to an end. But still oh. follow us, though. We'll still be posting every now and then on the Twitter and, and on the Facebook. And then we'll have to see what 2021 has in store for us. A lot of things up in the air. With that, right now, but right I'm there. but I'm Tom Young. Thanks again for finding us. Joined as always by my uh, partner in crime, my sidekick, host of Newsday Amarillo slash the chat uh, from six to nine weekday mornings on News Talk Sports, seven
1: ten a.m., ninety seven five FM. David Lovejoy, how you doing? I'm doing great. Nan News Channel Ten too, also yes. there with the chat. Uh, doing great, man. A series, uh, wrapped up. Uh, I, I feel a little vindicated because I did have the Dodgers going to the series. I just had it a little screwed up cause I had them going against the Yankees and the Yankees winning. Uh, so if uh, we go down the level since the Yankees weren't there by default, I win, but uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, if that's the case, you and I had the exact same thing. I had Yankees Dodgers with Yankees winning too. So yeah. I was like, Hey, so, so maybe I win, but of course, Simpatico. it ended up being the Rays and, uh, It ended up being a pretty good World Series in a year where we weren't even sure if we were going to get to a World Series, especially after that first week. You had the Marlins players testing positive with COVID. They didn't play for a while. The Cardinals fell really far behind after they had players test positive with COVID. Uh, But we were able to finish the season we were able to bubble up during the postseason, got through it okay, went a long string of days without a positive COVID test until uh, <laughs> the, the final yeah, game. The, the, yeah. where and that
1: was the oddity of it. Yeah.
0: And, and we learned about it mid-game yeah. because yeah. Justin Turner got pulled in what, the seventh inning seventh there of Game 6? And then that led to a whole other assortment of, uh, of conversations and topics because he's back out there celebrating with his teammates after the win. And uh, I don't know what Major League Baseball is going to do about that, but uh, that was kind of a, kind of tainted the look a little bit because after we knew what it was, why he left, and now he's back out there with everybody as if not to care, you know, about (laughs) having all that. But the main thing was the Dodgers did win uh, their first World Series title since uh, 88, 32 years. Uh, They had this run of eight straight division titles, David, and they finally... Got over the hump for one, and uh, and I think this year, especially more than any other year, they were the front runner. Yeah, beginning to end. Yeah. I mean, they had the best team in the league. They they are, they far. already had that, and then they added Mookie Betts. Yeah, who, yeah, and that made a big difference. Yeah, who played like Mookie Betts? Yeah. on top of all yeah. that, and so exactly. yeah, so the Dodgers were just the team. They had that scare against the Braves falling behind 3-1, but they were able to fight back from that. And the Dodgers, David,
1: uh, you're Dodgers because you are a Dodger fan. There you go. Uh, Win a World Series. I'm going my Dodger jersey and hat next week. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, and that's so rare. Sometimes you get that big money-free agent, and he just he's just a step off. Takes him a year or two to get, especially when switching from American to national. But Mookie came in dominated right away, Uh, had some earlier in the 60-game season. uh, He had some issues, but, man, he figured it out at the plate, played great outfield. It makes you wonder, what if they go a full season? What kind of numbers or stats he had? Who would have been in first, second, third place? Did the Padres have enough to catch him if we go the full season? Uh, Because they had a heck of a run. So There's some questions, and we talked about this the other day, about the asterisk. Is this going to be a tainted championship? And and from an athletic point of view, anytime I get a championship, it counts. I don't care what you call it. My ring is still the same. I get the same trophy. I can't help it that we could negotiate a 120-game a season or a 100-game season or whatever it was. And so I don't think it's tainted. I think it's a, a, a great win for the Dodgers. What you see, though... Is the monkey comes off of, of our, our boys' back, but Bell and uh, uh, what's his name is the better pitcher? Uh, Bueller, Bueller was the better pitcher in this. I also wonder how David Price is going to fit into this moving forward. He chose to opt out and not play, missed his chance at a ring. I don't know if they, he gets a ring or because he's still on the roster, but are they looking to bring him back next year? Who knows? So uh, it, it's a funny up and down with the Dodgers and I, you know the good thing about this is the season's ending we're a couple of days away from November we'll be reporting pitchers and catchers before you know it Yeah. that's the best thing i can say about it yeah you know we, we had the short season
0: we got through it and amarillo's getting snow in october so it's it's been a weird uh, 2020 for sure and you you're, you're kind of jumping ahead of me here uh-huh. um but just talking about cuz cuz i put this up on a on uh, our Facebook page and our Twitter as well. But uh, I'm I'm watching that game six last night, and it was the ninth inning, and the Dodgers were two outs away. You know, Julio Urias, we're going to talk about him in a minute too because, man, he was awesome. Yeah. But I was like, you know, now that we're here, now that you've seen it, now that it's almost over, do you think this season counts the way that you would count a regular season, yes or no? Or do you think, you know, who like the Dodgers end up winning the title, is it a tainted title, does the banner not have the same feel to it? That's true. And, 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 and you know what? I got We got some uh, feedback on our Facebook page with it, and it was mixed. You know, uh, Derek Owen, I will say... Uh, he might be a little biased. He is a Dodger fan. <laughs> uh, he says it counts. The best teams were in the playoffs. They were the best team, period, referring to the Dodgers. Uh, Logan uh, said, as much as I like to say it doesn't count, it does. They were dominant from opening day to tonight. Clearly the best team this year. Um, Corey Wells, I call it the best race to the All-Star break in history. Uh, I've heard that phrase used a couple times just because of how short it was. Uh, Matt Krantz. Asterix counts when they win a full season, no. so he thinks there's a big old asterix. No. Uh, Mary Klein Johnson also says asterix. Nothing is normal about this year, uh, least of all baseball. Uh, my dad chimed in, big asterix. That's what he said. And uh, uh, Kyle Frederick, uh, who I know was one that he didn't think this season was ever going to finish. Right. He he thought the minute that the Marlins got COVID, he's like, this season's done. You call it. Uh, call the day. He just said two words. It counts. So there's mixed thoughts on this, which is rather interesting, but I think you you kind of said it a little bit there. You, you think there is a little bit of a, uh, like, you don't count this title in the same category as
1: a regular 162 game season one, do you? It, it still counts. For me, it still counts. Uh, of course, history's going to look at it differently, and it's the further we get away from it, it'll change perspective, but... Uh, for those who say who, who say it doesn't count, does Babe Ruth's home run record count? He didn't pay color. That could be an asterisk. We can put an asterisk on anything in sports and life or everything. they they played what they got. They got a sixty game season. They dominated. They went to the series. They won a seven game series in the series. You can put an asterisk on everything. You can question everything or put a byline by everything, especially in sports. Uh, you can say LeBron's championships don't count as much as Jordan's because in today's NBA you don't hand check and you don't beat up people going down the lane like during Jordan's time. There's different things that, that kind of change how the game is. Uh, so for me, I look at it kind of side-eye, but it's still a championship. So it's Kind of like a politics, a little bit. You can spin
0: it however you want. How you want it? If you want to put an asterisk if on you it. If you don't put an asterisk on it. Here, I'm going to go all the way back to when they're arguing over this season. And the first report came out that they were going to maybe play a 60 game year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. As much of as a baseball fan as I am, I said to myself, if we're playing 60 games, don't even bother. Wow. That like like I and I think I even put a post up I think on, you did. on Facebook. I, remember, yeah, I, think I was you did. like, don't even bother. I mean yeah. like there's no point in playing a sixty game baseball season that's too short, it's dumb, it's yeah, pointless. Yeah, But now that we've done it and we've seen the result, and it's not just because the Dodgers won and they were the clearly the best team, uh, but and then hearing other players talk and seeing how they're reacting, yeah, it does count. Uh the, the main thing is you had 30 teams starting from the exact same place. Same side. You know, no, no team had an advantage going into this season outside of just roster, which is like it is every year. You know, one like the Dodgers didn't have a 5 game lead going into game 1. You know, everyone started at 0 and 0. Mm-hmm. Everyone played as close as they could to 60 games. Some teams couldn't because you know they they struggled to stay out of bars and stuff. <laughs> and and the expanded playoff Kind of gave more of an opportunity to get knocked out, you know. Yeah, like you're in, right in a normal year, the Dodgers and the Rays go straight to the division series and play that best of five. But this year, they had to play a best of three wild card series. Yeah, they they could have got knocked out there, yeah. you know. So they had to they had to win additional games, you know, in the postseason to get here. And you look at the players' reactions, the, the way they were, you know, going reacting to the big moments, the big catch by by a Bellinger and, and Betts, the big hits, you know, Ronald Acuna Jr. going nuts when the Braves were, were yeah. looking like they were going to win that series. Yeah. I mean, the players wanted this. It, oh, yeah. They, yeah. they didn't care how many games they played to get there. They wanted it. And so I say, yes, it counts. Uh, I, I am going to forever say the Dodgers are the 2020 champions. Because they are, and they they had to to fight the same battle as everyone else, and in the end, they came out on top.
1: It wasn't like, uh, okay, this team's going to play 110 games, and this team's only going to play 60. Everybody had to start at the same point, and it was due to COVID. Everybody had the same issues, travel, the same things. They put together the best team for 60 games. I mean, the uh, uh, the AL uh, Divisional Series had a team with a losing record. And there was a chance they were that close to going to the series in the Astros. Yeah, So it, it's, it's really once you get in the playoffs, like you said, there are some teams that were on the brink of getting blowed out. I mean, Atlanta. I mean, not Atlanta, but the Dodgers uh, were on the brink of being eliminated. So it, it is what it is. We all wish it was more. I remember when you said, ah, if it's 60 games, we shouldn't play it. I remember that. I remember when you posted that. And I I just started getting to a point where I thought, we're not going to have baseball again. Yeah, yeah, same here. I didn't think we were going to have it. I lived through the summer of the strike that ended the World Series. where They struck, and they didn't play a postseason that year. And it just so happened to be the same year the NFL decided to strike, and they brought in scab players. And so it was like one of the most miserable periods in sports history because you're like, no, baseball, we didn't have World Series. And now we got scrubs playing in the NFL. I'm just glad we got baseball. That's I'm happy with that point. Yeah,
0: I'm happy we got it too. It was a lot of fun to watch this year, um, 2021. We will see. It all depends on uh, how uh, this country handles the pandemic, uh, the possibility of a vaccine floating out there. Uh, Doctor Fauci saying maybe January but who knows there there's still a lot of question marks and, and even though some places are allowing fans like they did in Arlington uh, will they do that everywhere will people will fans be allowed back I, I think they will if we do it again i just don't think it's going to be full stadiums yeah, yeah I, I think you I know agree. maybe 25 30 40% capacity mm-hmm. kind of like before and, and and i think the interest is there uh, no, no doubt arlington would have been filled to the brim had it been possible to do so, uh, and and I know a lot of people are thinking, you know, ratings are down, blah blah blah. Uh, th- there are so many things in 2020 that have affected our viewership of certain things. Yeah, and, and 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 there was a story, and I think I was talking to you about it from the from Baseball Digest last week, where the article said. Lowest viewed World Series ever, and then in the story, it kind of like, well, hold on a minute, you know, here's maybe why. But the headline is just right there saying baseball's in trouble. Like that's exactly what that headline said. When in reality, it just like everything else, it's okay. Yeah, it, yeah. it's fine. It's just this year there's so much more on people's minds. You got the pandemic. We're in the middle of a a heated. Uh, political election, which takes place on Tuesday. Get out there and vote. Do your thing. Uh, do your thing. Do and, your and thing. And so people are focused on other things. And then you factor in that all the sports kind of, you know, Ran unprecedented, in. unprecedentedly, play together at the same time because they were all delayed. So you had like the NBA finals and the NHL finals happening around when baseball was in their climax and then the NFL starts and everything's happening at the same time and 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 NASCAR comes back and golf comes back and and so it's just
1: like where do you put your attention? It's it's all over the place. It's all over the place and and you made a great point about this about uh you know saying it's in trouble. Well, no it's not in trouble. It's just Football sucks the air out of the room. We all know this. The yeah. NFL sucks the air. And then three years ago when the Kaepernick controversy started, everybody said, oh, the NFL is going downhill. Nobody's going to watch it. And for half a season, their ratings did dip a, a nip just a bit. Now they're back to normal. Uh, this year is a strange year. People have a lot of things going on in their world. So maybe watching a game on television is not one of them. Uh, I listen to, uh, on my station, we have, of course, the conservative pundits, Brian Kilmeade and and Rush Limbaugh. And I heard Kilmeade say one morning during the NBA Finals, oh, see, all that BLM and stuff is, is called. Nobody's watching the NFL. I mean, watching the NBA. Dah, 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 dah. And thank God it's not in college. And I thought, this, this is how little you know, because every college... Major college in Division One football has either a patch or something on the sleeve, or they do something before games. They're recognizing the Black Lives Movement. So for you to to say, well, the people are watching because they're political too. No, people are watching because the big gorilla jumped in the room and sucked all the air out. The NFL, when it the NFL comes in a room, it's the draw. Look at NASCAR, your sport. Bubba Wallace. Uh, who led the Black Lives Matter challenge and that, really pushed the agenda, and their ratings are down. They were down before, they were down after. Because they came out of a period where you're competing with NFL football. Nearly impossible for anything. And... There was a
0: study done on Yahoo, and I don't have it in front of me, uh, so I wish I did, that kind of was trying to find out. I think they surveyed about 2,000 people. So, of course, in the grand scheme of things, a small sample Mm -hmm. size. Yeah. uh, They were trying to figure out, as a whole, why is viewership down in sports? Um, And for everyone that said, I'm not watching because of politics... There was a percentage that said, I am watching because of, of the message. And so, like, you know, for the some that they lost, they gained others back. Uh, I think the fact that there's just so much to take your attention yeah. away nowadays. You yeah. got Netflix, you got Hulu, mm-hmm. you got YouTube, you got all sorts of stuff. You know, back in the day, you know, when, when 70 million people were watching an event, an event it was either watch that event or watch a wall there was nothing else to do but now you got a gazillion things you to can. do you can't when, when you know when you aren't watching a set event that will keep your attention away and then a lot of people i think are focusing on themselves more these days because of all that's going on with covid that maybe they just don't have time to sit down and watch an event and i think another thing's a factor too because as time has gone on the last few years uh Sports on TV have mm-hmm. grown to be this incredible oh, like, experience. Oh, it's a like machine. I mean it, it's amazing what you can take in when watching a game on TV. Yeah. You can feel the excitement because of a crowd. And you don't have crowds right now and it's it's kind of Kinda it's lost. kind of strange watching a game with, you know, generated sound effects. It and, is weird. And, and and it's it's not the same feel. And I think that, you know, for the casual fans, probably turned you away from it, just because you you want to feel the excitement of a forty thousand uh, packed stadium when a big play happens. Like if it, in, in game six, imagine how loud that would have been there when Mookie Betts had that double after yeah, they took yeah. Snell out. Yeah, that place would have erupted, you and, and, and it set did. The place on fire. Yeah, and it did with you know eleven thousand five hundred. But it would have been even more so with forty thousand, and it just would have added to that moment. Um,
1: I think also one of the factors that plays into this is broadcast partners and the TV contracts. And I've harped on this. I know people have said shut up about it. I don't. I mean, you had uh, one series, the AL series, on strictly on TBS, a cable network, and then you mixed and matched that the NL side and even the World Series in between. Fox Sports 1, and the Fox Network. If you put those so those games on regular network TV, people have gone through layoffs and lost their jobs and stuff. Some people, how they're cutting back? They're cutting back on the satellite. They're cutting back on the cable. A lot of people this year cut the cord just because they were tired of paying the prices. And if you can't, I mean, when you hear what Tom has to do to get a game, he hopes they're on FS1. It's easier. Than getting it on Fox.
0: Yeah. I, I, I went. I finally bought an antenna because if, if I had not bought an antenna. I would not have been able to watch most of the World Series because yeah. it was on Fox. Now some of them were on FS1. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I got a nice antenna, thank goodness, and I can even watch you guys now on Ten too. Oh, dude. Uh, cool. So cool. I'll, I'll have to start doing that if I'm if I'm up early enough and not coming up here. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just one example. Yeah, but, but you're right. I mean, it, and you're, you're also having the streaming
1: pa- platforms. Yeah, though, too. So and
0: and, and, a, and a lot of those like. I have Sling. Mm-hmm. Sling doesn't have local channels. Nope. You know, like uh, some of them do, uh, but they don't have, but then if you get a local channel with that one, maybe you don't get MLB network you die, right? or, or, right. or, or you know, and, and that was kind of my deal when I was, I was trying to find the perfect package for like the, the five or six channels I frequent. And I was able to find Sling, but I didn't have the locals. So I had to get the antenna, and, and and like you like you said, you know, if people are struggling right now, they're trying to find ways to cut costs, and that's something that you can do, uh, especially when it's a lot cheaper to do like a Netflix yeah. or a Hulu or something, yeah. and then you lose a lot of a, a lot of channels and places where you can watch certain games. Let's talk about the game a little bit. We we we, we nice. got to talk about Game Six, yeah, because Kevin Cash has done a masterful job ever since he's been there in Tampa Bay, of managing this team, moving the pieces around to, to fit what they're trying to do, and despite having this t- uh, really low budget, no star power the way that like the Dodgers do, Kevin Cash gets it done. But he made a move there in the sixth inning of Game 6 that got everybody reacting like mad on social media, and that was taking Blake Snell out of the game... 73 pitches, five in the third inning, struck out nine. This elimination game, and your former Cy Young Award winner was pitching like a Cy Young Award winner, on fire. And before that third time through the lineup, he took him out, Brought in a pitcher who had struggled this postseason, and the Dodgers took instant advantage of it. Ended up grabbing the lead just like that. They were up 2-1. to Uh, A home run by Betts was added later to make it 3-1, to and that was ultimately your final. When you saw that move happen, (laughs) what was going through your mind?
1: I I thought either this is the most brilliant move in baseball (laughs) history, or he just blew it. He just blew his shot. If you look at it still... He had uh, he had the Dodgers tied up, and he had in previous games they couldn't touch this kid. He still seemed fresh. I would have let him stay until somebody at least tagged one off of him, got a good solid hit off of him. As soon as he takes him out, Mookie comes up, makes him pace with a double. It just it was like I know you guys want to play the money ball, smart ball thing, but play it by the numbers, the analytics. But sometimes you got to go with the gut. And that gut said, this guy's pitching a hell of a game. Let him finish it. Well, and I'll tell you this.
0: uh, You brought up gut, and and I heard Tim Kirchin say something, and this might be referring to the fact that managers maybe don't have the gut anymore. Uh, He said something along the lines of, he feels like managers are losing the feel of the game. And... You might be hitting on that a little bit mm-hmm. because it is so analytically driven yes. now. Which there's nothing wrong with nothing that. Wrong. Obviously, the Rays have made great use of Dread that mine. despite their massive disadvantages. But you know, the eyeball test says let Snell face Bets. Uh, he's had the do- he struck out half the Dodgers he's faced that night. Nine up. out of eighteen. Nobody L- got a yeah. Gotta let him go. Solid. You know, but. Kevin Cash didn't even think about it. There, there. There, there was no gut. He was like, Blake Snell's not going to see the, this lineup for a third time. He's gone. Uh, if, if that hit doesn't happen before, I don't know if he stays in there. Uh, another piece of data did show that that final fastball he threw was his slowest one of the night. <laughs> I, so, uh, I'm not saying that the move was a good move. I, I'm just, you know, to an extent playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. But you got that out there. Um, and you also, Blake Snell had not pitched more than five and two-thirds innings this year in any game. He has not gone deep in ball games this season. Granted, he was very economical yeah. at 73 pitches where he yeah. was at. And I think he could have gone. And you're right. It could have been the most genius move ever. If you know, if it, pays off. if it pays off, but it instantly backfired and just like that, kind of sucked the air out of the race Lost chances. It. Lost it, man. And, and 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 I I think it was it was a bad it was a bad decision. I, I think it, was. I uh, think it, it was a confusing one by the yeah. time it happened. But yeah. I understood why he did it because that's how he's managed his team all, all year. year. Uh, the The bigger problem, and, and this is something you and I talked about a couple of days ago, even though the Rays won two games, it felt like the Dodgers were just far and away the better team they in this did. thing. They like like, like it, was a, it was amazing that the Rays won two, because it looked like they
1: didn't belong there. First game? At least to me. First night? Yeah. You thought, oh, this is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, you take it back to the uh, uh, Atlanta Dodgers series. And when they started May, and when I thought they should have started Kershaw, and uh, where's Clayton? Where's Clayton? He should be the big gun here. Uh, the game six, seven of the series. And they started the redhead kid, the big Afro kid. <laughs> and uh, uh, he pitched two and a half innings, I think. And he gave up some runs. That was analytics right there. But Robbins, he made the decision. I, I did this on purpose. I wanted to uh, set Clayton Kershaw up. For opening night of the World Series, if we got there, I'll run this kid out, give him a couple of innings, and then by committee we'll, we'll take him on. And it worked. And so when when the analytics things and the number game works, it works. But just like that pitch zone, when you take it out of completely out of the hands of a gut feeling, I think Snell could have given him at least one more, maybe one and a half more innings of good ball.
0: Well, uh, th- there is one bigger problem that. I've only saw one other person touch on, but I was thinking this too. And, and, and granted, that, that move should have been talked about. And, and kudos to Cash. He answered the questions mm-hmm. after the game, and, mm-hmm. and, and he didn't back down. He, he, he said, I, I, I was confident with this move. I, I'm confident with this team. You know, he didn't want Snell to face the that that brutal lineup a third time. Yeah, he he, he stuck by it, and, and you know, uh, I uh, I think that's admirable yeah. that, that he did afterwards, yeah. knowing that everyone is bashing him for it right now. But the four games the Rays lost, they scored three, two, two, and one yeah. run. That's yeah. the problem. That was the, the, it. The problem was they couldn't hit. Can't hit the ball. The, 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 they timed the situation. They are so reliant mm-hmm. on the true outcomes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and outside of Randy Arrozarena, who was breaking records all over the place. What, nine, ten, ten, uh, ten ten. Ten. Ten home runs. Broke a record. No one else did anything. The the guy that they relied on the most during the season, Brandon Lau, was virtually yeah, outside I'd of one of. game, non existent yeah. this entire yeah. postseason. Yeah yeah th- they they weren't hitting at yeah, all. They weren't hitting Mike Zanino finally got a base hit in game six. You know, he was like, oh for fourteen or something. I mean, the the Rays offense just was not good, and it didn't really
1: matter what kind of moves were being made on the mound because you weren't scoring any runs. You could see him slowing down against the Astros. You could see him they starting to grind things out. yeah, uh, they made it through that series. And, like you said, it really did appear. That they were outclassed by the Dodgers. That this was going to be a runway. It was a six game series, but it really felt like a four game sweep. Yeah, and you know, you talk about Roberts there. You know,
0: he kind of bullpinned better than Cash bullpinned, which yeah, yeah. is kind of crazy to think about. When you think about uh, it, and then you know, going back to talking about Dustin May. You know, Kershaw's second start, mm-hmm. uh, kind. Ky- Kind of the same thing, not on the same level as the Blake Snell situation, because Kershaw was rolling. He was. And and Roberts took him out when people thought Kershaw can keep going. The difference was Dustin May came in fresh and dominated. And smoked. And 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 you're like, okay, that was a good move. I see it. Because he had this guy ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, Roberts made all the right moves. And he had some great aces in his pocket, like Julio Urias closing out ball games. He closed out the NLCS, and he closed out the World Series. Get these numbers. He, he, and even though he didn't get MVP for anything, right, right. He, he could he's essentially an MVP of the team right. for what he did this postseason. Uh, he pitched 23 innings this entire postseason in six outings. Two of those were starts. He went 4-0. and had a save and gave up just three earned mm. runs. That is a one point one seven ERA. That's nasty. Twenty nine strikeouts, four walks. That's Julio nasty. Urias was the secret wow. weapon late in the game. You know because Kenley Jansen yeah, had, his had his struggles, yeah. and, and and after you know that weird uh, game four where Brett Phillips had that hit. And then there was like two airs. Yeah. And it was just the weirdest ending yeah, you ever saw. Yeah, and every, everyone got on Dave Roberts. Why are you sending Kenley Jansen out there? He's been terrible. Well, he had Julio Urias to send out there instead later on, and he just had him finish out the ball game, two and a third innings there. He went three against the Braves in that final game to win that series. So I mean, if there is a team MVP, like when you factor in the whole thing. The whole deal. He, he's up there as he much as Seager yeah. is and as much as Kershaw is. Let's talk about Kershaw real quick. Okay. Because I know and you know on this podcast, we have bashed him uh, probably uh, more uh, than yeah. th- than a number of people do. Hell yeah. and And, and – I'm going to be honest. Part of the reason I've bashed him is not so much because of him. It's because of the way Dodger fans reacted to you, Darvish, saying that Darvish is the reason we haven't won a World Series. Yeah. And it's like, well, actually, you know. Kershaw. Kershaw, because of what he's done in the postseason. Yeah. But you know what? Kershaw, hats off. Got it done, and 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 he, he could have possibly been an MVP of the World Series. And he ended up going to Corey Seager, well-deserved as well, because, yeah, man, what a postseason he had. Definitely. Clayton Kershaw uh, pitched the most innings of anybody on the team in the World Series, 11 and two-thirds, 2.31 ERA, 14 strikeouts, had a 2-0 record, won uh, games 1 and 5. Overall, this postseason, 4-1. and one, Uh, 2.05 ERA Mm. in 30 and two-thirds innings, Uh, 37 strikeouts, five walks. Clayton Kershaw was regular season Clayton Kershaw in the postseason. And what do you know? The Dodgers finally got him to pitch like that in the postseason, and they finally won a World Series, and he's finally a World Series champion. And I just got to say congratulations to Kershaw. I'll get off your back, you just like David Price did uh, and Sale, yeah, uh, two you years know, ago, yeah, a yep. couple years ago, two just like yep. they did. Those two got off the ski. They, they, they got the
1: monkey off their and, back, and they deserve and it. But they deserve it. It, it. We weren't wrong for putting that monkey on his back, oh, though, no. because no, we you weren't were wrong, supposed no. to be the big dog, daddy, and you failed several seasons in a row. So, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to begrudge you for putting that monkey on his back. And unturned, I'm not gonna say you're wrong for taking it off, but he deserved that reputation. He deserved that. And because he wasn't big game, Clayton Kershaw, he would come in and playoff games and, and was horrible. So, no, I don't begrudge you for putting that. I Hats off to him. I'm glad to see it because you don't want anybody painted with that leather that no. you're not a winner. You can't be, win the big one. I'm glad he got his opportunity to redeem himself, yeah. but he deserved it.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it was very close to where he was still going to have that monkey on his back because mm-hmm. after that second start against the Braves – they're down 3-1. And he... I mean, they lose one more game. He's not going to get another chance to go out there. And then once again, Clayton Kershaw let him down. Let him down, but, uh, man. But he did not this time. Uh, yeah. He got it done. He looked like an all-star. He looked like a Hall of Famer got it done on the big stage, and Clayton Kershaw and the rest of the Dodgers uh, getting that uh, World Series title. Kind of a bad look at the end, though. Justin Turner Turner, gets taken out of the game. Everyone's confused as to why. We find out later that he had tested positive for COVID earlier that day, so he was immediately taken out. And then after knowing that anyway, he's back on the field with everybody celebrating in close proximity (sighs) to everyone. Uh, We'll see what Major League Baseball does now. What can they do? Yeah, Fine like, him. like I, I put a joke on there. It said, "You know, it, it, now that he's tested positive and he's been out there with his team, the Dodgers are going to." Have to go through more testing protocols, and if they pass, they'll be able to get back on the field in mid February. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was that was my my joke. My, well, my, he's quarantined for
1: fourteen days. Yeah, gonna, and they're going to put off the celebration for uh, a week or two so yeah. they can make sure everybody's okay. But uh, thank but, God we had baseball. That's all But I care we had about. baseball. Yeah, we
0: finished yeah. the season. It was it was nice to see. It was different. And, and even though I was frustrated, we couldn't at least get hundred games out of this yeah. thing uh that would be nice 60 was fun and and it was uh and it was interesting to see the rules uh, to see the Cardinals play double-headers just about every other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to see weird standings with teams that have played 30 games and then other teams that have played 15 and uh, and stuff like that. <laughs> Runners at second base to start the, uh, yeah, the, the extra innings. That's crazy. Universal yes. DHs. I love that one. Uh, and it, I'm not a DH fan, but yeah, I think it made the game go smoother. I think that one may go yeah, away. I think, I think, it, I think we yeah, may go back think, to the split. Mm. Like that's, that's the one that I think no, they I should keep. That's the one you that's should keep one keep. they should keep yeah. but uh yeah. but we got all sorts of time to think about what's going to happen in 2021 and uh rob manfred who i not did you did you see what happened did you watch after the game
1: no i've you know i sleep
0: right well yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right yeah because yeah. you got to get up so early so, so i stayed up in a course you know they're up there doing the the, the trophy presentation and rob manfred's there and Ro- rob manfred hops on the mic And all of a sudden, eleven thousand five hundred sounded like thirty thousand booing him. He got booed bad, and and I guess afterwards he said he was surprised by the booze. And I was like, "Are you really surprised by the booze?" I I mean, that this was. I mean, the way you handled the Astros, you called that World Series trophy a piece of metal. You know, congratulations, Dodgers, on winning your piece of metal, Uh, and. It, it just was not a good off season, And then the fact that we could have had baseball as early Sooner. as the 4th of July. Yeah. yeah. How great would it have been to start the season on exactly. the 4th of July? You, exactly. you would have had America's pastime on America's Day. Yeah. Boom. That right would have there. been so iconic. That would have been the great way to come back to into come sports. Back. Yeah. But no, yeah. there, there was so much back and forth. Everyone was greedy about money. And in the end, I guess, uh, reports they've lost $3.1 billion in revenue. Oh. Which will have an impact probably free. on this free agency yeah. uh, this offseason. Yeah. Most likely. Uh, we'll have to see how much money is going to be flying around or not flying around, depending yeah. on what these owners uh, do or don't do. And then uh, a big crop of shortstops mm-hmm. next off season yeah. going to be available that everybody's going to want to get their hands on. So uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason this year. Who knows what 2021 is going to look like. But in the end, David, we're going to be there one way or another. Yeah, uh, we, we are hoping for Sawpoodle's Poodle's baseball. We missed it big time here this year, especially with all the talent the Padres have. And I guess also at this point, we don't know what it's going to look like.
1: Yeah. Because... With the, with the offseason, yeah. yeah. The, the,
0: the, these contraction talks are still a thing. Um, I think it's pretty much going to be a done deal now yes yeah. and you know we're we're not losing our team here in Amarillo well I, but we look, just don't you know, know what it's going to look like yeah
1: I was lucky enough to have Beth Duke on uh, the show this morning she had a surprise she wouldn't tell me yesterday but she told me today uh, Amarillo that's sawd pools Town won a prize uh, won first place for the most economic impact of a building or facility in a center city. Oh, wow. They won that nationwide. uh, Nationwide. uh, Nationwide for a town over 50,000 people. That hoshtown had such an effect bigger than other cities that have got stadiums in DFW this year. That means Arlington and other places. We had a bigger impact. Uh, from that inaugural season of the soccer. And, and, and
0: who knows what this year would have been like had it been normal. Exactly. And, and this is a thing you couldn't plan for. You couldn't plan this. Uh, but you can definitely tell just, you know, in 2019 when you're going downtown – Uh, the the, the activity was was up there restaurants were buzzing uh you know one of my favorite places unfortunately closed moon doggies we would go there get some great pizza before the game you Mm -hmm. see everyone there in their sod poodles gear then you'd walk on over to hodgetown taking a ball game have a beer i mean it it was it was just amazing And, and but if we can get back to our regular selves in 2021 no doubt uh, Hodgetown is going to help this city mm-hmm. uh, make a comeback from COVID because just like a lot of places in the country uh, we're hurting You know, lots of lost revenue money's not flying around the way it usually is and uh, Amarillo's at an interesting crossroads here and we'll, we'll talk about this real quick because uh, this is a baseball podcast but there is a big thing on uh, on the ballot here and uh, if you're in Amarillo uh, and that's Prop A and my my personal thought is the recovery from COVID is going to be much tougher if this doesn't pass. You know, we already are hoping for things to come back so we can start making money again. Yeah. But we have a civic center that is so outdated and so unfriendly with the way things work in 2020 that things aren't even going to come back. They're going to leave. They're gonna be gone. And then things that we rely on for revenue for the city are going to be gone, and if the city's not making money off that, they're going to have to make their money somewhere else, and that somewhere else is probably going to be us, because that's how life is. That's just what it is. So, if you want to recover from this, like you just said about Hodgetown, the big impact it had was so huge that Mm -hmm. nationally it was recognized for an award. If you can add a civic center, an updated one, uh, a renovated one, a modern one Mm -hmm. that's good for 2020 and beyond, on to Hodgetown, the revenue streams here in Amarillo could go up so much that the recovery of COVID could happen quicker than it would without any of that happening. So uh, I don't like to talk politics. No. I'm very uncomfortable with the subject, Uh, but the main thing I'll say is get out there and vote. And the one thing I am... For sure, big on and don't mind talking about his prop A. There you go. And you got a nice tax calculator on the on the website.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us the web because you're on the committee. It, uh, yeah, and that's the thing. I'm on the I was picked by the mayor to help develop this. It was a year and a half of meeting, sometimes twice a week, sometimes three times a week, uh, looking at things, talking to engineers, and we came up as a group with this plan. And 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 just I want you to vote, not because I'm telling you to. I want you to have the right information. Don't vote because you heard something on Facebook or somebody's opinion. You can go to conversationciviccenter.com. 39% tax, that's a lie. That's just a falsehood and just shifting the numbers. You can make numbers say anything. It's basically equivalent. If you have a $200,000 house, it's two trips to Starbucks a month. That's what you're going to spend in a tax raise. So get the facts, go to ConversationCivicCenter.com. And and we'll find out
0: after November 3rd if which direction this city is going to go. So the main thing is if we can get baseball back, that's definitely going to help out. But if in a few years we can we can build a new civic center to keep current attractions and bring Attract in new now. ones, uh, the the main thing I say is I it doesn't make sense to me that Amarillo can't be a destination
1: city instead of a drive-through one. Exactly. Because right now I view it as a drive-through one, and it's changing that. It's even less that than it was five ten years ago. But it's still what it is. Is yeah. what it is.
0: Yeah. No, instead of everything going to Lubbock, why can't it hang out here for a That's little it. bit? So, That's it. Anyway, uh, enough of enough of the politics. Uh, <laughs> but the baseball ended up being fun this yeah. year. David, thank you very much we for joining baseball. me on the podcast again. I didn't
1: again. Think we'd ever would.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't think so either. I didn't think we would. We'll probably take a bit of a break here. We may yeah. do uh, something every now and then. Maybe we'll hop online, uh, you know, live on our uh, social media pages. You can hang out with us and chat a bit if anything major is going on. Uh, what are we going to do in 2021? Don't really know mm-hmm. yet, but we are going to do the podcast in some capacity. Yes, we are. Have some ideas. It just depends on stuff. Uh, but I want to thank you, even though it was an odd year, uh, for hanging out with us. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast and all the stuff that we do. We just try to have fun. Mm-hmm. We try to engage and, and create conversation. It's, it's a fun place to come and talk baseball, where you can be heard instead of some of those other big guys that just ignore us here in Amarillo. Right, now they'll give you a voice. Uh, yeah, so thank you very much for joining us again thank this season. You. Thank you very much, David, for thank helping you, Tom, out. As for always, letting because me be a part. I know
1: you're swamped. Thank you for letting me be a part. It's our reprieve. You know that it gets away and my phone's buzzing and people are walking by staring at me yeah. and i i'm giving them the big the big number one we, yeah. we, we need to
0: put blinds on that yeah. window yeah. Like, what do you don't, want? don't don't you look in here Punk kids. It's, it's it's not your time but, uh, <laughs> uh, everyone have a good off season we will talk to you again uh, next time on the Tom talks baseball podcast uh, also uh, stay safe happy holidays If we don't if you don't hear from us before then and uh, we'll talk to you soon have a good one